Blog Talk Radio.
Hello and welcome to Good House 1968. This is Brother White speaking. What I do is read and interpret from the Tanakh. It's the Hebrew Bible. We have a good lesson plan for today. We were talking about the people destroyed because of their disobedience to the Creator and causing problems with the word of the Creator, trying to call him a liar. Let me open with a word of prayer and we'll begin the service. Good, I petition you that you open the eyes of the brothers and sisters as they're able to understand the Tanakh and the wisdom held within it. I pray that you direct their steps to a place of righteousness where they're able to serve you by doing righteousness and not lingering on wickedness <clears throat> for their daily gains or daily means. I pray that uh, you remove the deceptive hearts that, that we have and cause a righteous heart to grow a good heart. I pray this in the name of Yeshua. Amen. All right, let me begin my Bible reading. We're at Bramidbar, or Numbers, chapter 19, and it goes to say, Adonai, or Yad HaVav Ha, said to Moshe in the heart. This is the regulation from the Torah, which Yad HaVav Ha has commanded. Tell the people of Israel to bring you a young red female cow without fault or defect, and which has never borne a yoke. You ought to give it to Elijah the Kohan. It is to be brought outside the camp and slaughtered in front of him. Elijah the Kohan is to take some of its blood with his finger and sprinkle his blood toward the front of the tent of meeting seven times. The half is to be burned to ashes before his eyes. His skin, meat, blood, and dung is to be burned to ashes. The Kohan is to take saddlewood, hyssop, scarlet yarn, and throw them onto the heifer as it is burned up. Then the Kohan is to wash his clothes and himself in water, after which he may re-enter the camp, but the Kohan will remain unclean until evening. The person who burned up the heifer, heifer is to wash his clothes and himself in water, but he will remain unclean until evening. A man who is clean is to collect the ashes of the heifer and store them outside the camp in a clean place. They are to be kept for the community of the people of Israel to prepare water for purification from sin. The one who collected the ashes of the heifer is to wash his clothes and be unclean until evening. For the people of Israel and for the foreigner staying with them is to them this will be a permanent regulation. Anyone who touches a corpse, no matter whose dead body it is, will be unclean for seven days. So we see here by touching the dead, even if you go to a funeral, you're unclean, but through the ransom paid by Christ, his life, we are made clean. 
he must purify himself with these ashes on the third and seven days. Then he will be clean. But if he does not purify himself the third and seven days, he will not be clean. Anyone who touches a corpse, no matter whose dead body it is, and does not purify himself, has defiled the tabernacle of yad havav ha That person will be cut off from Israel because the water for purification was not sprinkled on him. He will be unclean. His uncleanliness, his uncleanliness is still on him. This is the law when a person dies in a tent. Everyone who enters the tent and everything in it will be unclean for seven days. So we see here the potency of death to be unclean or make us unclean by just coming around things that are dead. Every open container without a cover closely attached is unclean. And also, whoever is in an open field and touches a corpse, or whether someone killed by a weapon or someone who died naturally, or the bone of a person or a grave will be unclean for seven days. For the unclean person, they are to take some of the ashes of the animal burned up as a purification from sin and add them to fresh water in a container. A clean person is to take a bunch of hyssop leaves, dip it in water, and sprinkle it on the tent, and on all containers, on the people who were there, and on the person who touched the bone, and the person killed, or the one who died naturally, or the or the grave. The clean person will sprinkle the unclean person on it on the third and seven days. And on the seventh day he will purify him. Then he will wash his clothes and himself in water. And he will be be clean that evening. The person who remains unclean and does not purify himself will be cut off from the community because he has defiled the sanctuary of yad ha vav ha The water for purification has not been sprinkled on him. He is unclean. This is to be a permanent regulation for them. The person who sprinkles the water for purification is to wash his clothes. Whoever touches the water for purification will be unclean until evening. Anything the unclean person touches will be unclean, and anyone who touches him will be unclean until evening. The people of Israel, the whole community, entered the Tazin Desert in the first month, and they stayed in Kadash. That Mariam died, and there she was buried. Because the community had no water, they assembled themselves against Moshe and Nahorim. The people quarreled with Moshe and said, We were washed, we had died when our brothers died before, Yad Ha Vav Ha. Why did the, you bring yad ha vav ha community into the desert to die there, we and our livestock? Why did you make us leave Egypt? So here the brothers and sisters are complaining again about uh, dying in the desert or why they left Egypt, a sin, because they were crying out in Egypt. And this is why it's a sin, because they were being brutally done in 
good freeze them and they say they want to go back. So they're saying that they had no reason to call upon them in the first place. To bring us this terrible place without seed, figs, grapevines, pomegranates, or even water to drink. And as we can see from the previous lessons, good gave them these things, but yet they're complaining about they didn't have these things. Moshe and Ahoran left the assembly and went to the entrance of the tent of meeting and fell on their faces. And the glory of Yad Havav Ha appeared to them. Yad Vav Ha, Yad Havav Ha said to Moshe, Take the staff, assemble the community, you and Ahoran, your brother. Before their eyes, tell the rock to produce its water. You will bring them water out of the rock and thus enable the community and their livestock to drink. Moshe took the staff from the presence of Yad HaVav Ha as he had ordered him. But after Moshe and Ahoran had assembled the community in front of the rock, he said to them, Listen here, you rebels. Are we supposed to bring you water from this rock? <clears throat> then Moshe raised his hand and hit the rock twice with his staff. Water flowed out in abundance, and the community and their livestock drank. But Yod Ha said to Moshe and Nahorim, Because you did not trust me so to cause me to be regarded as holy by the people of Israel, you will not bring this community into the land I have given them. This is Marava, spring disputation spring, where the people of Israel disputed with Yad HaVav Ha, and he was caused to be regarded as holy by them. Moshe sent messengers from Kadesh to the king of Edom. This is what your brother Israel says. You know all the troubles we have gone through that our ancestors went down to, into Egypt. We lived in Egypt a long time, and the Egyptians treated us and our ancestors badly. But when we cried out to Yad Ha, he heard us, sent an angel, and brought us out of Egypt. So we see here, when they first, or Yusha first entered Egypt, he wasn't treated badly, him or his parents, or his uh, offspring, or his people. But yet, as time went on, when the pharaohs changed and pharaohs' hearts changed, the people were put in chains because they outnumbered the Egyptians and because of the wickedness of the Egyptians' heart. Now here we are in Kadesh, a city at the edge of your territory. Please let us pass through your land. We will not go through your fields or vineyards, and we won't drink any water from the wells. We will go along the king's highway, not turning aside either to right or to left, until we have left your territory. But Edom answered, You are not to pass through my land. If you do, I will come out against you with the sword. The people of Israel will reply, We will keep to the highway. If you we do drink the water, either we or our livestock will pay you for it. Just let us pass through on foot. It's nothing. But he said, You are not to pass through, and Edom came out against them with the pe with many people and much force. Thus Edom refused to allow Israel passage through its territory, so Israel turned away. And remember what good told Israel that the only the children 
would enter or see the promised land, land flowing with milk and honey, that the old ones would die uh, or be killed because of their disobedience to yad ha ha They traveled on from Kadesh, and the people of Israel, the whole community, arrived at Mount Hor. At Mount Hor, by the border of land of Edom, yad ha ha said to Moshe and the Horah, Ahoran is about to be gathered to his people because he is not to enter the land I have given to the people of Israel. Inasmuch as you rebelled against what I said at Mar River Spring, take Ahoran and Elisha, his son, bring them up to Mount Hor. Remove the garments from Ahoran and put them on Elisha, his son. A horn will be gathered to his people. He will die there. Moshe did as yad ha ha had ordered. They went up onto Mount Hor before the eyes of the whole community. Moshe removed the garments from a horn and put them on Elijah, his son. And a horn died there on top of the mountain. So we see a horn didn't actually get to see the promised land either. He served as Kohan or high priest. Then Moshe and Elijah came down the mountain. When the entire community saw that a horn was dead, they mourned a horn thirty days, the whole house of Israel. So we see here a horn was taken up to the Creator. He died. All right, that is it for the Bible reading. And now I will go through the vocabulary. So we see here that a horn, even upon facing death, still served the Creator until his deathbed. And this is what we want to do, is be faithful servants to see our souls carried to heaven instead of hell, a place of torment. We don't want to be disrespectful or blasphemous as we possibly can. Only through insanity may we do so, because it is not our free will that we are carrying out. Now, it goes to say, for the first word, would that, it means would that. And as I left, Russian lambed, I believe it is. I left, rash, and la- I left, my error. I left, hath, and lamb. Our second word, a mist, a laugh, a laugh, het, lamb, mem, hey. Our next word, to remain behind, delay, tarry. A laugh, het, and rash. And if you need, or you can look up the Hebrew vocabulary online. Or if you need me to send it to you, I'll send you a vocabulary sheet with the verb with the verbs on there and uh nouns and pronouns. Uh you could give me a call. As a matter of fact, just email me at partsautomotive at hotmail dot com. Just email it to parts automotive P R P A R T S Automotive at sign hotmail dot com. Our next word, the hinder or following. I left, hat, and rash.
Our next word, a man that turneth backwards. Our left hat rash yod, and then the T or the cross symbol. Our next word, the the hinder side or back part. Our left hat none with a dot on top, and then rash. Our next word. Our next word, where was I? Means backwards, and that's our left hip, rest, non yod, and then tav. And it means, but with a T at the ending, it means backwards. Our next word, coming after or behind, our left hip, rest, non and Zayn, and none has the dot on top. All right, that is it for my vocabulary reading for today. And I'm going to say a prayer and then be leaving you. You guys take it easy, and I pray you had a safe Halloween. Remember, that's the Devil's Day, and we, if I didn't advise you before, you don't want to celebrate wicked things or go out and participate in them. Which is why this hol- this this holiday should be boycotted by all Christians. Uh, but have a happy on uh, Thanksgiving, which is not a wicked holiday. So uh, it's just thanks for being here in America, being brought from uh, overseas, the establishment of this country by the Christians. And I'm not speaking about the uh, devil worshippers who have taken over the Illuminati and the Masons and so forth. All right, uh, let me close with a word of prayer. Good or Yadha Bhavha, I petition you that you open the hearts of the brothers and sisters where they're able to understand what I'm saying, interpret the word uh, to the purest and truthfulness. I pray that you remove the rafters and things that would hinder them from understanding Promote the things that will keep them from attending the service and provide a clean, smooth means for them. I pray this and that you bless them and that you direct their footsteps, and I pray this in the name of Yeshua. Amen.